Welcome to PR for Humans. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm on a mission to transform business leaders into world-class speakers and media performers. I help them find powerful true stories to lift the trajectory of their ventures, add value and reach audiences with authenticity and impact. My new book is PR for Humans, How Business Leaders Tell Powerful Stories, released April 2019. If you want to know how I can help your business and your leadership sound more human and deliver stories more powerfully, then email me direct via mike at prforhumans.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, rate, review, follow, and share. There's no advertising here. This show is a labor of love and a gift to you. So if you're feeling generous, then let me know what you think. Share the love, share the knowledge, stay human, and stay curious. Well, hello and Happy New Year to you all. I just thought I'd do a podcast today without any guests, so a slight change to the normal format. What I wanted to do is to share some of the excitement that I'm feeling at the moment about my forthcoming book, PR for Humans, to tell you a little bit about it, what I'm trying to do in the book, and hopefully to share a few of the ideas that you can take into your business to help your business leaders tell stories more powerfully and reach the audiences they need to reach. So, I mean, I wrote this book actually very quickly. I started just over a year ago, around Christmas time, and I knew I wanted to write a book that was about making communications more human, cutting out the corporate jargon, cutting through all of the the nonsense and the, the complexity, untangling stories, and really get to the essence of what communication is all about. And the book is about business communication, but I'm a firm believer that these principles apply equally in politics, if you're working for charities, uh, or even just in everyday life. The best stories are human stories. That's uh, what I say in the book. They're about people. Stories about organizations or companies are by themselves not usually interesting enough. And for me, the magic really comes when you can combine the personal story, the story of the individual that might be the CEO or the leadership of the business, combine that story, that human story, with the story of the organization itself. And I think I've spent the past five years in public relations, first of all in an agency and more recently with my own consultancy. And... PR, I'm a big fan of PR. You know, as you know, this show is called PR for Humans. I think PR has a bad reputation, a reputation for spin, a reputation for, you know, sometimes being uh, a little bit flexible with the truth, should we say. But of course, the best public relations, what is it? It's about simply relations with the public. It's about telling your story. It's about hoping that journalists and others out there recognize your story as interesting, important, relevant, and useful to them. And that's ultimately what will lead people to engage with your business, to engage with you, maybe buy your products, maybe use your services, maybe uh, buy your shares, or engage with you in some way. So, the two principles of the book. Principle number one, the most powerful communication is always delivered by humans for humans. Uh, we've got to focus on the people who are carrying the messages. 
and the humans receiving them. So if you just broadcast company news with no humanity and no feel for the audience, that won't cut it. So that's principle number one. The second principle is that the story is everything. And stories are really, really important. And for tens of thousands of years, stories have been the main method of moving audiences and shifting opinions. Our brains are hardwired for storytelling. There's no PR strategy without a story. So you know, forget that. If somebody comes along to you and says, I'm going to do your PR strategy, here's your stakeholder engagement grid, here's your influencer map, here's your list of media contacts, here's your social media plan, that's all fine. But at that point, a good CEO and a good leadership of any business will say, okay, that's fine, but what's the story that we need to tell to the audience? And note the end of that sentence, to the audience. Because everything begins with the audience. And if I'm doing a piece of work for a company or for an individual, yeah, we can we can uncover their story, we can find out what makes them tick, we can find out why they do what they do and what they feel their purpose is in life. But the critical thing then is, you know, who are they trying to reach with this story? Who is out there in the audience? And what do we want that audience to think and feel and do as a result of this act of communication? So obsess about audiences. Obsess about them. If you want to have impact in business, in public relations, in marketing, in any of these disciplines, in life, obsess about your audience. Think of them as human beings. Think of them as people. You know, what is going to excite them, surprise them, challenge them? What are going to be the ingredients of your story that develop not just interest, not just passing you know, curiosity, but affection for your brand or you, deep connection and ultimately loyalty. Because I think in today's marketplace and in today's global economy, loyalty is such a powerful source of value. So if you're the kind of leader who can create loyalty for your own employees, loyalty for your customers, your investors and other people who are involved with your business. That is priceless. And without the the story that has got to be a true story, got to be an authentic story, it's got to be your story, and it's got to be your business story. And without that story working in a way that really connects and goes deeper into the into the minds and the hearts of your audience, then that loyalty is going to be very hard to create so i'm really excited about this book i mean it's look if you want a book about that goes into all the sort of scientific studies of, of psychology and does a you know has case study after case study and drills down into the data of 2000 different companies then you know there are plenty of other books out there on leadership and 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 management that you can you can look at if you want just a a cleaner, clearer take on what human storytelling is all about based on my experiences, my experiences over the past 20 years. As a BBC correspondent, I interviewed presidents, prime ministers, CEOs. I went to 
to war zones in in Iraq and and in elsewhere in the Middle East, disaster zones like the Asian tsunami in in two thousand and four. I interviewed celebrities. I did I did loads of fun stories as well as the death and the disaster and the destruction, and everything that I that I learned over over more more than twenty years. I've in the process of writing this book was the process of me taking a step back and and, and breathing deeply and trying to condense this into some key messages some key messages from me about what I think the importance of storytelling is for business and what it can be for business and again these are just my views and I've tried to take my own advice and make my own storytelling as clear as personal as visual as possible I'm coming out with a very clear opinion in this book about what works in public relations and in business and and what doesn't work I'm setting this book in the context of increasing advances of of AI rapidly accelerating technology and everything that's going on that's speeding up our world but the the broader context of course is that whilst everything changes nothing changes because storytelling is the way in which our species achieved dominance and mastery on earth and was able to cooperate in 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 groups of you know more than 50 to 100 which was which is the limit if you don't have stories you are limited by your personal contacts with the people that you you actually know face to face with stories exponentially powerful new opportunities arose for our species um, and this is what is sometimes referred to as the cognitive revolution uh, which occurred about 70,000 years ago and if we look back on human history you know stories myths legends either written down or passed down orally have been the way in which opinion has been mobilized people who have cooperated they've come to believe in uh, common ideas common principles and sometimes uh, gods as well and storytelling is very very powerful and if you if you look at how human history has progressed over tens of thousands of years from the most primitive days of our species stories have been part of every triumph and every disaster those with the ability to inform and inspire have changed the fate of nations and of industries. They've hacked the path of history. They've created great injustice and great corrective justice as well. So storytelling is really, really important. And we we can get a bit lost in the technology and we can get a bit lost in the modern complexity and we can get a bit lost in in the corporate and we can get a bit lost in the financial and the accounts and everything else so what we need to do as as uh, advisors is to strip a lot of that back and find the story and the story is always there already that's what I say to to the people I work with that great speech that you that you need to deliver in three months time you've you've got everything in your mind and and uh, that you need already to deliver that speech the great media interview you have already what it takes to deliver that interview the insightful blog it's it's already there in in your in your in your mind or your heart or your gut already and what you need to do is 
often like a, a sculptor with a block of marble. You just need to, to chip away at the at the pieces of, of of stone that obscure the beautiful image, uh, obscure the the piece of shining content that you wanted to deliver to the world, and find it find it within you. And I and w- what I've tried to to get to in the book, and and um, I I. It would be very interesting to see how people respond to this book because I think it'll be a bit bit like a magnet. It'll it'll attract some people powerfully, and it may repel other people uh, too. So so it'll it'll be very interesting. But uh, but I think um, PR and communications people think it's external. It's about pushing out. It's about you know always thinking about how to project or to broadcast an idea or a story or a, or a, or an opinion, and actually to be really successful. I think yes, yes, you need to do those things, but but first you need to kind of look inwards and ask yourself some deeper questions about you know why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the purpose of my business? What is the purpose of my life? And how does that connect to the story of of, of my business? Do I feel passionately about this activity? And you know, so the number one principle that I outline in the in the book is is the belief. You know, you, you've got to believe in what you're doing. You've got to believe in something, otherwise you cannot communicate effectively. And sometimes this is expressed as purpose. And, 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 and I, don't, you know, I don't argue with people who, who want to talk about the purpose agenda, and sometimes purpose is a useful word. My frustration with the word purpose is that it's often been used to justify something that is in some way not great. So you'll have a business coming out and saying, oh, you know, our purpose is is uh, to lower carbon emissions or you know we've got a purpose agenda or a CSR corporate social responsibility agenda which means that we're you know we're planting trees and we're recycling and you know we, we, we've got you know gender pay equalities and, 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 all, and all that stuff and all that's great it's all good stuff and I don't want to um, detract from any of that that useful work but the belief which I talk about in the book is the belief in in what it is that you're doing and it could be that you're you're working for a, 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 a business that makes four by fours, powerful cars, <coughs> or it could be that you're you're in the fast food business or the pizza business, and that could be the thing that you believe in. You know, you really believe in great pizza, or you believe in fun times, or you believe in um, fast cars. You know, it doesn't have to be from a communications perspective. It doesn't have to be a kind of do goody scheme or a a CSR scheme or a kind of saving the planet initiative. Right? It's nice if it is, but it doesn't have to be. The, the critical thing for communications is do you believe in what you're talking about? You look at the person giving the speech on the, on the platform. If they believe in what, their, in what their message is, if they believe in their story and they can connect to it on a personal level, and that will carry the audience. So we talk a lot about uh, belief in the book, and I talk about clarity, and because of course clarity is is uh, you know great communications is always based on on clarity. Can you see clearly, quickly, exactly what it is that the person uh, wants to talk about, and and what they want to to say? And very often the 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 process of of getting to a better point for your communications, whether that's personal, whether that's business, is to untangle the story to just get rid of all of those layers of complexity and 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 conflict that obscure the clear story that you need to tell your audience so i talk about clarity in the book a lot a couple of other things that i I want to emphasize and i I can't go through everything that we that we go through in the book there's there's eight principles that i outline um in the first half of the book 
So you've got belief, clarity, opinion, energy, context, time, humility, and imagery. And we'll go through those. Um, you know, you, they, I go through those in detail for, for the first half of the book. And the second half of the book is the actual storytelling techniques. So how do we put this into practice in speeches? How do we bring those principles into, into a keynote or, or a panel address or you know, when you're chairing, chairing an event, can you, can you absorb some of those principles and can you make your communication more effective as a result of it? Um, how do we perform those speeches? How do, we, how do we incorporate the principles of PR for humans into media interviews? When we're talking to journalists, when we're trying to get cut through, when we're trying to you know, shape our sound bites, when we're trying to get audiences to notice us in the media. And we'll apply those principles as well to, to content. If you're shooting videos, podcasts like this one, you know, what makes an effective podcast? It's it's a great discussion to have. I've got my ideas, I've got my thoughts, but you know, these are subjects that I think you know you can have lots of different perspectives on, but I believe deeply that the the fundamental principles don't change, that we gotta connect with a person. We've got to connect with a human being. As audiences, we want to know who the person is and what they think and what they believe and what gets them excited and what gives them energy. Because energy is a fantastic principle of human communication. In fact, if you don't have energy, it's very, very hard to be successful. If you're flat, dull, monotone, you don't seem to care about what you're talking about. It's tricky. But if you do have energy, you can actually correct a lot of the problems that uh, occur elsewhere. If, you, if your story is a little bit tangled or if you, know, you haven't quite got the right imagery to, to support the story and, and you get up and deliver your keynote speech or you do your media interview or you know, you're chairing the board or whatever you're doing, if you've got the energy, energize, switch it on, wherever you get that energy from, that is going to make an enormous difference. So, you know, part of the work that I have to do with leaders is, is you know, finding out their their central kind of beliefs and why they do what they do and, and who are they, where they come from, where they're going to. But also, can we tap into some reserves of energy? And energy comes from caring about what what you do for the people you do it for, I believe. That's where my energy comes from, to think about, ah, I'm energized today because I'm, I'm going to, Go and help somebody. I'm going to go and help somebody become a better communicator. I'm going to help somebody with a moment in their life, a moment in their career, or a critical moment for their business, where they have to either stand on that conference stage, in that media interview, record that video, go before um, a, you know, a parliamentary committee or a congressional hearing, pitch for investment the critical moments of key pressure that people are so scared of if I can take away their fear and allow them to go and be the best version of themselves then that gives me fantastic energy fantastic energy and it's energy beyond anything I've I've known in in as a journalist where I didn't really have that connection with the the, I couldn't feel the connection with the audience, even though I was often broadcasting to millions of people. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't really feel it because of the, of the barrier of, of, the, of the camera and the microphone. Easier on a podcast, by the way, because it's a more, more informal and there's a lot more feedback. 
but the 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 one to one you know helping helping the clients to overcome those moments gives me tremendous energy and i think energy comes from people believing they're doing something important for other people and that may be, may be providing a fantastic product or incredible service or you know solving their problem in some way solving the problem not just of one person but of thousands or even millions for some businesses so i think you know those those are some of the principles that i think are important i wrote this book very quickly because actually i woke up uh, in the middle of the night i think it was around about february of last year 2018 and i i just you know came downstairs couldn't sleep and i thought i've got to crack the table of contents for this book I, i've just got to i've got to find what i need to say and what the sections are going to be and so in in the middle of the night i just came up with the table of contents i wrote it and i didn't i didn't then change it much it was you know one of those one of those strange things that just came out and i thought that's it that's the book i want to write and then i put a big chart up on my wall dividing that table of contents into all the different sections that i wanted to talk about and then i just filled in the filled in the sections one after the other you know 500 words here 500 words there three months i had the book written 60,000 words and then you know obviously there was a bit of back and forth with with copy editors and, and my my ed wonderful editor Alison jones who's, who's been a great support through this process and, and got me into podcasting as well but you know it, it was a product the book was a product of i think 20 years of thinking and solving problems but also tremendous frustration both in journalism and in the in the PR agency world and I think this book is just is was just a huge kind of exhalation of of, of everything that I'd been thinking and, and feeling and I want to go on and write a second book and, and and I and I I think maybe book two will be will be harder than than PR for humans but um, first of all we need to need to get the response to, to this book and I am very keen that you when the book comes out which will be in April that people let me know what they think of it and let me know you know the good and the bad give me give me the honest feedback because then I can I can learn I can get better and I can um, ultimately develop more powerful principles and techniques that I can use with my clients and, and it will help them to develop you know better businesses that work for their customers and, and work for their audiences so it's the beginning of a tremendously exciting journey. 2019 is a fantastically exciting year for me. I am thrilled to be doing this podcast and I've got some great guests lined up for the next phase of the podcast, which will coincide with the release of the book. Contact me directly, mike at prforhumans.com, mike at prforhumans.com with any thoughts, any responses to, to this podcast or any of the other episodes. I'm incredibly grateful to anyone who takes the time to listen to this and listen to me. I'm incredibly grateful to my clients for the the, the work and the support that they've they've given to me. And um, it makes me even more determined to do everything that I can to help them become world-class leaders and communicators to the best of my ability and to help them to, to, to grow their businesses and provide for their, their families. So thank you to listen, uh, for listening to this episode, this guestless episode, which has been a monologue by me, but I hope it's given you a bit of a flavor for the book and my thinking and the direction I'm taking, taking my business and the, the work that I'm trying to do uh, in my life at the moment. 
So wishing you all a very happy, uh, successful, prosperous and peaceful 2019. And I look forward to hearing your, your comments and your thoughts throughout the year. Good luck to all of you. Bye-bye.